Hello, my music teacher friends. Welcome to episode number 31 of the Beyond Measure podcast. Christina Whitlock here, your anytime piano teacher friend. We will jump right in today, and as promised last week, we are talking about how to, I don't know, let's say play nicely with local teachers who may feel a little more challenging. (laughs) If you haven't yet listened to last week's episode on the importance of making friends with your local colleagues, I would definitely suggest you hit the pause button, jump back, and listen to that episode, which is number 30, first. Before we really get into this, I feel like I have to start out by telling you that no one in my current teaching community actually fits this description. (laughs) In all seriousness, I have definitely lived out the scenarios we're talking about today. And of course, I've also collected tons of stories from friends both near and far. (laughs) But Just in case someone from like my real life is listening to this (laughs) and is worried that I'm talking about someone they know or worse yet themselves, (laughs) I just wanted to say that none of the inspirations for this episode are part of my community anymore. (laughs) So did you hear all that? (laughs) Any of my local teacher friends who listen to this podcast can just breathe a big sigh of relief. (laughs) Okay, so anyway, I imagine that we have all encountered a challenging music teacher colleague. (laughs) You know, the ones who have burned a lot of bridges with other teachers or perhaps who are known to lose their tempers at meetings or events, or maybe they talk down to you. Maybe it's that they never, ever, ever crack a smile at you. (laughs) Maybe they refuse to take part of events that you're in charge of, or maybe you feel like they seem judgmental of your students. Well, last week, I mentioned how one of the fundamental truths of good teachers is acknowledging the fact that we will never, ever, ever know everything there is to know, right? (laughs) Well, here is another fundamental truth. Ready? (laughs) People are tricky. (laughs) All people. We know this because we work with people for a living. So even the most delightful human beings, well, we all have our moments. And incidentally, yes, that means you do too. Sometimes you might be the tricky, challenging person. (laughs) You know, we could probably spend some time on that notion right there, but we'll move on. Suffice to say, we all have the capability of being challenging to work with. People are difficult. (laughs) And by the way, I will make the case that musicians, well, we can be especially so. 
Because here's the deal. (laughs) I know a lot of musicians in many different forms. (laughs) And I can say with great confidence that musicians collectively are some of the most insecure, self-conscious people I know. (laughs) It is so true. And I'll tell you that I actually find it endlessly fascinating. Of course, there are exceptions, and perhaps you are one of them. But seriously, at the core of who we are, my musician friends are absolutely the most prone to things like imposter syndrome and self-doubt and all of those things. And I can't help but wonder, like, how have we found ourselves in a profession where we have no choice but to give the impression that we are so much more confident than we actually are. (laughs) You know, we walk out on stage and assert ourselves as confident performers. And, you know, that whole fake it till you make it thing, right? (laughs) We teach lessons where it is quite literally our job to be an authority on our craft. You know, people are paying us cash money to learn the content of our brains. And yet... So many of us live in mental states of doubt or insecurity or any myriad of those types of things. So really, what does that say about us, (laughs) that this is what we have chosen? (laughs) I don't know. That's probably another topic for another day as well. But I point all of that out because I absolutely believe that that insecurity That self-doubt is what fuels the bulk of what we'll call, I don't know, music teachers behaving badly. You know that sentiment of hurting people hurt people? (laughs) I know that we tell our kids all the time, those kids who bully others or who spread rumors or whatever it might be, that they're only doing so because they are actually struggling with their own self-esteem. Well, in a similar way, I believe this to be the case with adult music teachers also. (laughs) So, if you have one of those teachers in your community, or if you have experienced one in the past, let's think about them right now the teacher who asserts that it's their way or the highway, (laughs) the one who speaks condescendingly, who is prone to emotional outbursts, (laughs) who doesn't work well with others, or whose standards you don't agree with, or maybe it's the one who's made a lot of enemies in your community. Is it possible that they are frightened Perhaps they are actually struggling with major imposter syndrome and they are so afraid of being like found out that they work overtime to assert themselves in a manner that comes out sideways. Or is it possible they feel threatened by you or disrespected? Look, I know that we can't help but look at our experiences through our own personal lenses, but consider this. Let's imagine a scenario. Let's say you have been teaching in your community for a long time. 
your studio is an established institution in the community. <laughs> then a young new teacher comes to town. She has some credentials and her students are showing some signs of prowess. The young new teacher is trying to establish herself as a professional alongside you. You who have been at this a nice long time. <laughs> her attempts at proving herself to you might be perceived as something entirely different. It might be disrespect. It might be disregard. Competition. I don't know. Lots of things. <laughs> Ask me how I know about this scenario. <laughs> I have definitely, at this stage of my life, been on both sides of that coin. Perhaps this is a teacher who grew up in a really competitive environment and they haven't yet had the epiphany that we talked about in last week's episode, you know, that our fellow teachers are colleagues and not competition. Maybe they've just been burned in a past experience that you know nothing about. For that matter, they could be struggling with any number of things that you have no clue about. Ailing family members, a deep loss, traumatic struggles. It's very similar to what I advise with our studio families, that despite what we think we know, and believe me, we're all really good at convincing ourselves that we know the whole truth, <laughs> we just, in truth, never know what people are actually struggling with. Hurting people hurt people. And if someone is hurting and their biggest offense is being a grumpy music teacher, <laughs> well, as a citizen of this world, I am willing to try to work with them anyway. Now, if you have listened to me for any length of time, <laughs> you probably already have a read on the fact that I like to make friends with everyone. <laughs> I am a relentless people pleaser, and I do not like it when I know that I am not someone's cup of tea, <laughs> which is inevitable, of course, but it's a real struggle for me. So sometimes I liken myself to like a big St. Bernard who just like pounces on people and declares us to be friends. <laughs> Laugh with me on that because it's very true. <laughs> but anyway, I get a ridiculous amount of satisfaction from befriending people who are initially a little prickly. <laughs> it's very true. It's like even... I don't know, like cashiers at the grocery store who are initially kind of guarded or indifferent when they greet you. <laughs> I absolutely love chatting at those people until they soften up. And it usually doesn't take very long. There is something so beautiful and fascinating about watching people as they realize that the person they're interacting with might actually care that they are a person standing in front of them. Um, I just think that some people, for a variety of reasons, get so used to being treated like they are the enemy or that they are disposable that they begin to approach the world from that perspective. And I think our fellow prickly music teachers might be in that same boat. 
is this whole thing like way too deep today? <laughs> Who knows? I just wanted to point out today that it is possible to be friendly or at least on decent terms with that teacher in town. <laughs> I have definitely held the title of the only teacher that so-and-so will even speak to <laughs> on more than one occasion. It makes me feel good and it's beneficial to me as well because again, like we talked about last week, I think every teacher has something to teach the rest of us. <laughs> so if nothing else, I hope today has you thinking. Is there a teacher who keeps coming to mind today as we're talking about challengers? <laughs> Someone who has a difficult relationship with other teachers in the area? I'm not saying that you are going to be able to crack them <laughs> or that you even have to try. But I do think that one of the great keys to happiness in this life, <laughs> at least for me, is to seek to better understand the experiences of anyone I encounter. It works for me in the studio as well as in the community. I will also th throw back a reminder to something I had said earlier. It is quite possible that you are that teacher, <laughs> at least in the eyes of someone. Have you been a little prickly to any of your fellow teachers? <laughs> it is disappointingly easy for us to be so. How's this for an example? Many years ago, I had a teacher friend in my area who was similar to my age, and she was starting to experience some successes that, quite frankly, I was jealous of. <laughs> she was receiving some accolades that I coveted for myself, and honestly, if you know anything of the competitiveness between females, <laughs> you know how hard this can be. I can still picture where I was sitting when I was kind of stewing in my jealous feelings, and I became overwhelmed with this incredibly strong sense of what I had to do. I sent her a quick text and I made the decision to celebrate her instead. I told her very honestly, you know, I said, I'm so impressed with what you're accomplishing. And even though I wish I'd thought of that first, I am definitely excited for you. And you know what? <laughs> Acknowledging in a playful way that I was jealous of her success opened up a dialogue of very mutual admiration between the two of us and I found out that, hey, we can be friends. <laughs> and that is a friendship that continues today. So I said it last week, and I'll say it again, that other people's success has no bearing on your own. We can still support our fellow teachers while we champion ourselves. In fact, I'd argue with great confidence that our success only increases when we feel supported by our fellow teachers. And that, my friends, is really the whole point of the Beyond Measure podcast. Truly. <laughs> I want to celebrate you for what you are doing, whether we ever get to meet in real life or not. So, 
for the time being, why don't we raise our glasses and offer up a toast to each other? <laughs> Music teacher, friends of the world, today we are celebrating our profession for all of the mutual respect and admiration it brings. We acknowledge the fact that personalities in our line of work are going to vary, <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> we are only responsible for our own words and our own actions, and we don't need to concern ourselves when we think that someone is taking issue with us. And I mean, after all, we never really know that's the case, right? <laughs> We all carry our own unique scars and emotional wounds from our various life journeys, but we also know that we have chosen to be on team music for life <laughs> and recognize the benefits of working together with other teachers in our communities. So I am raising my glass to you and I'm offering up cheers to working together, my difficult friends. <laughs> here, here. What a strange episode topic, right? <laughs> I will admit it was really not in my plans to do this episode, but it just kind of spilled out organically after I worked on last week's. I hope at the very least, I have assured you that we all encounter difficult teachers. And again, that at one point or another, we have probably been the difficult teacher. <laughs> so please don't forget to keep in touch, my friends. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Beyond Measure Podcast, or feel free to shoot me an email at Beyond Measure Podcast at gmail.com. Registration is closing this week for my virtual summer study for high schoolers interested in becoming piano teachers. So if you have any questions about that, shoot me an email or find me on my socials. Uh, but until next time, let's just keep working hard, resting well, and being nice. <laughs> Thanks so much, my friends. We'll see you soon. Thank you.